Yo, yo, what's up? It's the boy D. Reed. Welcome to another episode of Cut, Combo, and Coffee, man. I hope you all ready for a great show. We got a good show today. Tier, what's up? Give it up for my ride and die. Tier Marie Style. You doing good? Thank you guys for watching again, man. We are here for another week, and this is episode six. Six, man. Can you all believe that? Six we done weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks, man. So if y'all been riding dying with us for the last couple weeks, man, we really, really appreciate it. We on Facebook tonight, you know what I mean? Um, I think we got a certain love for Facebook. I don't know what it is, but um, we do Instagram Live too as well. And I'm not saying we're not going back to Instagram to do a show or two, right. but we just found out that Facebook can do the videos where we can actually invite um, some of our artists in, some of our guests in. So it just makes it really, really good to be able to you know do that on this end too as well. How you feel, Tier? What's going on? How was your week? Week was great. Really? Yeah. What you do this week? You know what I mean, tell me what's going on. We want to know your business. <laughs> we want to know. Worked out. Which, by the way, I, I wanted to say this. Um, like you've been working out hard for the last couple weeks. And I'm trying to figure out what's the, what's behind it. Is it you know a new boo or is it a? You know what I mean? I want to know. I mean, I, I want to know, right? I want to know. Is it is it something going on? I me? Mean, you've been going hard. And by the way, it looks like you lost a few pounds. A lot of pounds. A lot of pounds. Girl, you look good. You look good. Hey, Dad, why you want to say let's that? Let's talk about though. that. Let's anyway, talk about that. Dad, no, I did it for myself. Okay. Okay. All right. So, yes. Yes. Okay. I suffer from migraines, stuff like that, so I changed up my diet. Really? Yeah. So I just wanted to improve it the best way I could instead of taking medication. Good, good. So you enjoy your work working out though. You got love for it now. I wouldn't say that. That's a lie. Oh, see, see, that's a thing. <laughs> that is a lie. Don't you ever believe that. Well, you know what? It's funny you said that because even with my week, um, I work out now and I'm back working with CK Fitness. We call him the beast. So for those who don't know, follow CK to Fitness, man. He is... He is a beast trainer and I'm, I'm back with him. And for those who know that I work out with CK, they, they always say, yo, why y'all always doing legs? Why y'all do it? It seems like we do legs like two or three times a week. That's his favorite exercise or something. He just you knows the foundation. Wow. You know, he got the whole, you can't build a castle on quicksand. Sure, but yeah. CK is so hard, but I love him. That's my brother. And um, I worked out with him. So I'm back training with him. So, you know, I mean, he's going to do the vanity muscles, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you work out with CK, you want your legs right, man, your core. Listen, I'm telling you. I hear about it. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want the dad vibe. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm rocking the gray. I'm rocking the gray. So I got a lot of But I just don't want that dad. I don't want the gut thing. I don't want that. You know what I mean? And you really can't fight it. You know what I mean? It's like. So what's the main thing he tell you? Oh man, he said, "Do you gotta eat better?" <laughs> so listen, listen. My thing is food, though. I'm gonna be. I'm a foodie. I can cook, but I like the way food looks on the plate. I like the way it tastes. You know, and it's it's a struggle for me, man. But I did realize that if you keep working out and you consistent with working out, you kind of can eat what you want in moderate moderations. Mm -hmm. You know, what I, mean? I did. Yeah. You know, what I mean. So that's all. I mean, so I just want to. Um, I want to eat better. I do know that I drink a lot of water, you know what I mean? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I drink a lot of water, that helps. So those trying to lose weight, try to work out, you do got to do the cardio and you make sure you have to eat right, which I hear is like, what is like 70, 80% of the whole thing is eating right, yeah. you know? So make sure y'all eat right. Health is one of our things I was on the um, cultural tips at one time. Yeah, that's really important. So yeah, um, so working out with him, man, my legs are hurting like right now. Like right now, y'all, I'm telling you, look, you're not gonna be able to walk, man. Cause like <laughs> the pain either hits you the next day, or the third day. I'm the third day person, but for some reason, I just worked out did legs yesterday, and my legs are killing me right now. 
I'm, I'm showing off. I'm, I'm just, I'm making it look like for the show, you know. I'm fronting for the show. I'm fronting for Cuss Combo and Coffee. Listen, y'all, we just want to welcome y'all to the show today. Um, this is going to be an awesome show. We got so much to cover. Um, a couple of things also happened this week. I'm on the last scene of Watermelon Cornbread. Yes. Oh. So, uh, so for those who know that um, I wrote a couple hit plays, Watermelon Cornbread, Fair Exchange, and No Robbery. Um, of course, I'm already author. Y'all see my book, Mindset Go, but writing is one of my loves, one of my passions, and I like to make people laugh. I like to do things that's different that no one's doing. You know, everybody do the relationship plays and, girl, he did this. Wing your man this. You know what I mean? I wanted to get away from that, so I wrote Watermelon Cornbread back in 2010, actually. So this will probably be the 10 year anniversary of Watermelon Cornbread 2, and I am on the last scene. I'm talking about literally, I could have finished it yesterday, but I wanted to be uh, monumental where I want to finish it tonight, have my wine, have my candle, cigar, you know what I mean? I, I swear, I probably got a couple lines left, but, and then I go back to editing and all that, but the play is, um, is done. You know, Watermelon Cornbread. Yeah. And it's going to come out uh, sometime this fall. Depending on how we do with this COVID thing, um, I would love to do um, live record, uh, live recording, but also um, do a show at some type of venue or theater or even school. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, I got a couple churches that actually hit me up already that I went to go visit that want us to do the play at the church. So for all my Watermelon Cornbread fans, and even the people that was in the play, hit me up, man, because you probably still got a part. You know what yeah. I mean? We will do an audition, though. Only because we're looking for some fresh, new yeah. vibes and, and new talent, you know what I mean, that people can bring to the table to just make this project great. And help. And let me tell y'all, <laughs> if you've seen the first one of my cornbread, man, this one right here, I'm telling you, you know how you put your foot in food? I put my foot in this, I put my foot in this place, you know what I mean? So yeah, so watermelon cornbread. Um, also one thing that happened, a little highlight of this week, we're working in my basement, working on my bar, and I didn't know what to do with it. If y'all can look on my Facebook or my Instagram page, you will see my artist, which is Miss Terry Marie, to say, you know what, I'm gonna bless it, I'm gonna put my gift, my talent on your bar, that way I don't have to do the wood thing, I don't have to do the uh, brick thing, the rock thing, because people do that, you know what I mean? I want to do something a little different. But thank you for just blessing my, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, it's fun. I enjoy it. So I know, and you've been doing art for a while, so what they don't, a lot, a lot of people don't know. Yeah. I, I sent somebody a picture of the bar, and they was like, what's she cutting hair for? She's an artist. I said, what's well, she That's my job. That's her job. That's her career. That's not who I am. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you said something special that you love doing art and you wanted to keep that passion to say, you know, I'm an artist. I don't yeah. want to get into the, um, I guess, the commercial part of it or the yeah, selling and stuff like that. I feel like you always should have something that you just have for yourself. Right. And your gifts and talents always make room for you. Now, it was one time where I had to use my gifts to make me some money. Right. And that was around 2008 where I couldn't get a job. So that's when I made the power of vision and I was just selling them. Yes. Like that. I had to do what I had to do. Yes. But... I just, I enjoy it for my therapy. Let me tell you something. For, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that. Look up Google Tyranny Jackson, Power of Vision. Google that. And you're going to see a portrait that she done. And I don't even know how old you were then. You know, to, you know what I mean? But but anyway, it's so dope. So if y'all want to Google that and see some of her artwork, man, I really appreciate you. So bless my bar. That's the one of the highlights. And that was my pretty much my week in a nutshell. You know what yeah. I mean? So a lot of great things happened this week. I'm cool, I'm cool with that. So we're going to get on with our COVID-19 updates for the U.S. Um, Tierney just gave me the numbers. Uh, so far, I think it's like 1.6 million. I Googled it, seen the numbers, 1.6 million cases, which is still a lot. You know what I mean? Keep it in perspective. There is 300 million people population-wise in 
United States. Um, 1.6 million people um, with with um, cases. And then uh, for as death toll, it's like 94,000. 94,000 some numbers. So correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, I just Google just like everybody else. That's what is the number in the United States. Um, but the recovery rate was six, was 306,000, which is actually excellent, man. That's, that's pretty good. Um, and they doing a lot, they getting a lot of recovery rates. And um, I mean, some, I don't know if every state flattened the curve. I don't know about that yet. We'll look that up if we have to. But for the most part, um, most, most of the states are feeling like they should open up. You know what I mean? What brings us on to the next thing? Uh, beaches are um, open this weekend in Delaware. So how y'all feel about that? Mm. Beaches are opening up. I feel. How y'all like feel? Like, y'all beaches opening up. So. I'm gonna wait a couple weeks. <laughs> you wait. Well, technically it's a little too chilly for us. You know what I mean? Real talk. It's too chilly. However, I know a lot of people are beach guards or want to go to their properties and check on their properties and stuff like that. Um, it's a little too chilly for us, but keep in mind that they do still have a lot of restrictions. And some of the restrictions that I looked up, uh, you still gotta wear a mask on the beach. Um, you can sunbathe. I think swimming is permitted in certain swimming pools with certain capacities. Really? They got restrictions on that. Um, a lot of people probably thinking they can go down there and go to restaurants and stuff like that. Guess what? It's still takeout. Still takeout. You want ice cream and stuff like that, then they're gonna have ice cream trucks and stuff, you know, things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, when you hear the beach is open, you just think that people want to flop, which they probably will flop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but for the most part, it's still under restrictions and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, rather you go, if you do go, if you're a beach guard, you know, do your thing. Just be safe out there. Make sure you cover yourself up and all that. Just, just use and, and then the distant thing. You know what I mean? The social distance. They really don't like to say social distance, y'all. I don't know if y'all knew that either, but they try to say physical distance, which I like that. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Because they have yeah. people like you can't speak to somebody. You know, yeah. You know, you can speak. People still be friendly. Um, again, like we always say, like we're all in this together. You know what I mean? So it's not about social distance. It's just a physical distance for safety. You know what I mean? So those type of things. Um, one other thing, if you're coming from out of state. And you come into the beach, they still want you to 14 day quarantine. Yes, yes. Even if you are, are checking on your property, so those out of state or got families coming in for state, they still want your family or whoever come in to still go to the 14 uh, day quarantine. Now, if you have to leave and go home, of course, you can go home early, yeah. but you can come check on your property. But if you come check on your property, I think they want you to stay for 14 days or whatever, or, or if you're gonna know if you're gonna stay here. But then you got to end up, you know. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So keep in mind, man, they got some restrictions. But again, you got people that are, you know, avid, like beach gore. We got to go. You know, we can't wait. And, and I love the beach too. It's For me, it would probably be a challenge if it was like July or August. But it's not a challenge for me because it's cold out there. I can't right. get in that water. Right. And plus, you know what I mean? Delaware beaches, you know what I mean? I'm going to leave that to myself. Because <laughs> I like that blue water. You know what I mean? So speaking of blue water, Jamaica. One of my favorite places, shout out to Jamaica. And my people's over in Jamaica, because I got a lot of people over there. And they actually read the book, Mindset Go. A lot of people yeah, hit me from Jamaica yeah. that love the book over there. So uh, shout out to my people in Jamaica, some of the most beautiful people that you could ever meet in your life. The moment that you step on that island, it's like your home. You know, they used to have this um, saying over Jamaica where it's like, welcome back home, welcome home. Yeah. Trust me, when you go over there, welcome home you know what oh i mean yes God. welcome home because they feel you feel that way but they are one of the top 10 countries that are recovering from COVID 19 and not having a lot of uh, reported uh cases nice. new cases matter of fact i want to say they didn't have no reported new cases so we looked that up too to make sure you guys call me because things change all the time it could be like no new cases today and then tomorrow they got a new case or something like that right. but jamaica is one of those states that they didn't have no reported new cases 
So, so we're happy about that, man. That's pretty good. Um, you know, it's funny. I was looking on New York, which was one of our top states that's really struggling with the COVID-19. And I think the governor reported that the latest reports came from people who was locked in quarantine. Like, we, <laughs> yo, I don't know if y'all saw that post, but I, I don't know if I posted it. Somebody posted. And you got to be careful what you read and stuff like that. But I went on to, and it was a credible site. I do remember that. Yeah. And the, um, the governor, Kusumo. Um, and I love him and his brother, man. They they go at it each other. You know, what I mean, they cool. But he, they said most of the cases with people who was quarantined. That oh is crazy. You know, so it's like you know, and y'all feel like me. I'm gonna keep it 100. Sometimes you don't know what to believe. You be like, what the hell? Sometimes we in, we out, we up and down. Mask on, mask on. You know, what I mean, make sure y'all got your maskuses. Y'all got your maskuses. <laughs> but you know, and the reason why I'm saying that because we got the president of the United States who walk around in his first in his um. Vice President with no mask, yeah. <laughs> like everybody up there wow. with no mask, and they right next to each other. No social, no social distance or physical distance. Wow. So, and then we see these things and stuff like that. And um, you know, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. You know what I mean? But for the most part, you know, <laughs> we do see that that goes on. Yeah, um, very contradicting. Yeah, yeah. So I skipped over to um to the COVID stuff, so we can go ahead to that. But we got to get back to the local stuff that's going on with Delaware that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, of course, Delaware is opening up June 1st. Uh, how y'all feel about Delaware opening up? And keep in mind, it's, again, it's with restrictions. They don't have the limitations. They don't have just, you just go to the restaurants and all that. They still have limitations where I think it's like 30% of the capacity. Um, I don't know if it's just all restaurants though. I'm not sure about that. But for those who know, um, Delaware is opening up June 1st. Um, even with the uh, salons and barbershops, and I can't wait to get to that. We're going to go back and make sure we talk about that. Um, but Delaware's open up June 1st. How do you feel? Are you ready for Delaware to open up right now? I am officially, I feel like I'm ready. I'm, mm. I'm ready to have that door open, at least. Get the door. You tired of the door dash? I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it don't bother me, but um, I'm just ready to see a little bit of changes. I mean, I ain't heard her doorbell ring so much or, or knock on the door from DoorDash or Amazon. Like, what in I the world? Amazon's killing though. them. I just heard that Jeff Bezos might be the first trillionaire. Oh. Like, trillionaire? Wow. Goodness gracious, where man. where did he start? In the garage. In the basement. And then he had a business right over here off of 273 or Christiana Road. He was Amazon. Yep. Remember Amazon? They used to buy books. Yep. Right there. So, yeah, he had a little company, you know what I mean? In the basement, the garage. Yup, oh, Amazon. Oh, my gosh. But look at that. If you bought some Amazon stocks back in those days, oh, you'd be paid right about now. And it's, you know us, we wouldn't talk stocks and bonds and all that. But now we're kind of into it, you know what I mean, with the stocks and stuff like that. So, one of the things that I wanted to talk about that happened this week, um, I had a meeting this week with the Board of Comatology and Barbering. Listen, um, a lot going on with that. And the reason why, of course, we call this Cuss Combo on Coffee because me and Tier are in the hair world. Right. You know what I mean? Barber, professional barber, professional cosmetology um, world. Uh, I was on the board, well, still on the board. And so just so you know, I was, I done came from the backyard to the house <laughs> to the open up the shop to became a board member to the president of the board. What the board does, uh, and what I found out, a lot of people don't know actually the function of the board. And for those who don't know, the Board of College, Cosmetology and Barbering is really for regulating the shops and protecting the public from diseases and the spread of diseases. Right. That is the purpose. I think we get caught up sometimes in the styling and the cutting hair and the looks and even the money sometimes yeah. that we forget that when you go to school to get licensed, 
a lot of times they don't even cover haircuts. You learn how to do hair pretty much when you get out of school. Am I right? And actually, a lot of people are disappointed because they think they're going to school to learn hair, but really, we're going there to be able to um, know how to protect the public. Uh, yeah. To have uh, knowledge and infection control and stuff like that. That's what they really care about. They really, and I'm glad you said it because that's what the board's um, function is to make sure that we protect the public when it comes down to spreading of diseases and those type of and infections. And a lot of people think that it's just about, you know, I'm getting licensed and I'm cutting hair. Or, or man, I'm only cutting hair. No, no, no. It's, it's deeper than you just cutting hair. Yeah. And take this from somebody who went from zero all the way up to the top. You know what I mean? So I know every part of this game when it comes down to, you know what I mean? Even being unlicensed in the shop when I was young because I hadn't, I didn't know no better. So I ended up doing an apprentice, uh, rest in peace, on uh, John Porter, who put me under his apprenticeship. But I always had a focus to become licensed because I wanted to be professional and I didn't want to build up something that somebody can just come and take from me. That used to scare me to be in a shop and didn't have the proper paperwork or the tools that you mean until I got all these clients that I actually can let down, that love what I do, that loves my gifts, that love my talent, and that I didn't do the proper or go through the proper protocols to receive my credentials, somebody can come in and say, sit your ass down, Right. you know what I mean? Or it might give me a fine and all that. So. Just, just so you guys can kind of see the journey of, you know, getting your license, getting your credentials, and what it's for. It ain't about you cutting hair. You know what I mean? You go in the shop, you just think it's about cutting hair and making money. No, it's about you being knowledgeable that you went through the right books, the right teaching to not spread diseases that's going to affect society. Bottom line. You know what I mean? I see a lot of people posting stuff up, you know? And now I'm seeing so many people uh, posting up um, stuff with the barbicide certificate. That's cool, but you might not, you ain't got your license. Like, I'm gonna keep it 100. So I got on the board and believe me, people in my community did not like that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna keep it 100. I got on the board and people didn't like that, but I got on there so I can help the culture of the um, profession because I love the profession and I show it through my action and not just saying it. I love it so much that I'm professional. I try to be on time. I try to be professional with my clients, you know what I mean? And try to make sure I protect them because they have to go home. I don't want nobody having no wing worms around their neck and yeah. stuff like that. We're using the same cake. We're not washing this out. We're not taking care of this. We're not wiping this down. But now, y'all, where we're at with this COVID-19 shit, like we really get to a point where you really got to have your thing together. Yeah. And the board is going to crack down on that. So this is not about no snitching and all that stuff. Right. This is about us doing what we're supposed to do, being professional. I said that to say this. The board don't come and shut you down. We, they actually hire enforcers that come to your shop and make sure you got your credentials. It's not personal. It's business. We want to make sure you're not the one that's spreading stuff. Right. We want to make sure that you're at least educated to know about the different alcohols and anesthetics and all those stuff and even the different disease, the kind of kind, well, you know, all those type of diseases that you know, there's all types of disease out there you get. <laughs> you know, they get everything out there. <laughs> hey, Terry, what are them names like? What in the world? Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> Whatever they got. That's, 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 <laughs> listen, listen, I'm telling you. So they making sure they come out there and make sure you ain't the one that's spreading this shit. You know what I mean? So I say that, you know, I knew y'all gonna catch a tear. You know, it's no big thing. Like, what do you say? <laughs> I vote. But anyway, um, but yeah, so I got people who don't understand the function of the board or what's going on. So we had a meeting 
and people was calling up to the board about uh, certain things that, well, we don't know what to do, what's the guidelines, what's all that, because Georgia opened first. So me being proactive, I actually sent uh, the guidelines from Georgia to our DAG, District Attorney General, to say, listen, I know they're gonna open up the shop soon, so here's some guidelines that we can look at for blueprint, you know what I mean? But what happened is the government came out and said shops going to pre-open you know remember we had to pre-open you guys know whoever's open now you're only open to be able to cut essential workers i know a lot of you going hard and we back shop and we back open no no it's really only essential workers and if you have more than three people in your shop it disqualify you you have capacity because why it's, it's essential workers only and then there's only two clients at a time two clients at a time so once me and terry in there we maxed out yeah we got eight barbers, you know what I mean? Under apprentice and we got licensed barbers. Um, so once we're in there, it's over once somebody else come in there because we can't have three in there. But a lot of y'all going hard and all that because either you're not following rules or again, you're under some unlicensed practice where you do what the hell you want to do. Fine, you take the risk and you have to suffer the consequences when it happens. It's nobody's fault but yours. But I want to say that, um, so the central workers, keep in mind when the government put this out here for us to work, that wasn't really for the shops. They didn't care about our livelihood and taking care of family and paying our bills and playing our lease. That was a thank you for the essential workers. And I was tired to say, no, I'm not gonna be used to just go out here because you want to say thank you and shake hands to the essential workers, but I can't cut enough heads to pay my bills or I can't, or my clients or my barbers can't cut enough heads to pay their chair rent. Right. You know what I mean? Cause that's what's really going, so going down. So most of my barbers, actually said nah we're gonna wait and I, and I appreciate them doing that because guess what we said the same thing we just gonna wait you know what i mean so till everybody can rock out so now they end up passing this um new phase which is june 1st where we can open but only the 30 percent capacity of the fire code so it's not 30 percent capacity of the people that work into your shop it's the 30 percent capacity of the fire code right so whatever that is i mean that's the same you got 100 people in your shop 30 percent you know 30 people we know that um, so that's one of the other things. So people was calling up to the board because we had a phone call meeting, Zoom. It was like a Zoom meeting, but of course it was all audio. And one thing they did was open it up to the public. I don't think that was a good idea, but they opened it up to the public and a lot of people called in because you know what, rightfully so, they're concerned. Wow, why, how can we only have two clients? I got 20 people in my shop, I got 10 people in my shop, I got 15, why are we this and that? Oh, what about nail salons? What about esthetician? What about uh, massage parlor? And they have valid points because the government put out this guidelines yeah. that y'all can open up a shop and this, but they didn't give no rules of what people can do. They didn't give them no guidance. Yeah. That's what the board's for. So what happened was when they sent this out, to the public, they heard it. We all heard it at the first time as the board, like, what's going the on? Heck? So we didn't get to implement any type of guidelines from a professional standpoint, meaning that we got professional people on the board just so you, the board's composed of, composed of professional people and the composed of um, uh, public people. So you can get an idea of how everybody feels. You got the pe- pe- professional and public. <laughs> so you got them. So. That's what happens. It's like you know, you you get your um, you get your resources that way, and then the public can come on Mondays, like every um, last Monday of each month. Uh, we will have the meeting, but the public can come and voice their opinion. They have stuff like that. So we had it where the public heard us on the audio and talking on the phone, and they wanted to voice their opinion. It got a little like, whoa! I technically needed a drink after the meeting. Like I came home. Where is the crown apple? <laughs> because these, I'm not gonna say. It. What y'all doing? I mean, we keep it 100. 
But when, after the meeting, I'm like, wow. But I see why people was upset. Yeah. You got people who do nails. Ladies, y'all need your nails done. You know what I mean? I be seeing y'all trying to hide your nails on Instagram. You know, I, I see y'all hiding them nails on Facebook. Y'all hide your nails right now. I would see the cash that where just send me a screenshot. No, no, I don't even I want to see your nails. But nail uh, salons are not open. They're not permitted to open. Even June 1st, they haven't permitted them yet. So, just so you know, the board has power when it comes down to regulation. But then you got something called legislation. And then you got the government. And once they speak, and once they put down their guidelines, we're like this. Our hands are behind our back. So we really can't do nothing. You know what I mean? We have to wait. So right now, um, we had an emergency meeting so we could at least try to get some ideas how to move forward, or at least have some guidelines ready to present maybe to the director or present to say, you listen, I know we started, but here's what we decided right. as the board of Comatology and Barbering. You know what I mean? So a lot of people came out the board in a sense where they don't really understand the board. They understand the, the board position. You know what I mean? It's like, it's almost like you rent it. It's like you're renting the house. And then the landlord is selling the house and never told you. And now you got people knocking on your door to come visit the house. And you like getting up out your bed, like, what's going on? And say, oh, we're here to view the house. We're, <laughs> you're like, we're here to view the house. And you ain't cleaning shit up. You're like, God damn, everything everywhere. Like, yo, and then four o'clock, somebody else come. You wasn't ready. Nobody told you. And the, and the landlord at least told you, listen, I'm selling the house. People are gonna be coming, make the visit, just make sure you got time. That's how we felt as the right. board. We had to look up and say, what? We opening when we didn't crazy. get a chance to clean up, and that's what happened. So again, you guys make sure you stay. Um, just keep your ear open to what's going on when it comes to cosmetology and barbering. But I, I have to say this, guys, get your credentials because take this not only as a warning but as a message to step your game up to get your paperwork, get your credentials because I'm telling you they're gonna come. They're gonna come, especially when it's time like this. Right. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be nobody's fault but yours and I started when I was telling you guys that I had got on the board um and just so you know when I got on the board it was around 2008 when we was going through recessions and all those type of things where people needed jobs so when I got on the board they came to me and said listen we need people to get jobs what could we do because a lot of people are not getting their license what could we do Mr. Reed can we you know I said you know what maybe we can increase the apprenticeship right maybe we can go ahead and do that because it's one under each professional maybe we can make it two well, you know, then we did that, and then a couple of guys came to me, well, there, I can't get my license. I'm going to school and found out I got a charge. I got some charges on my record. Some, some, um, that I can't get my license. A lot of y'all even went to school and found out later that you spent money and you couldn't even get your license because you had a felony, which was a nonviolent crime. I know my shit. I know what I'm talking about. Right. You know what I mean? I'm gonna tell y'all real shit. So, guess what? They came to me again. I became president and they gave me the crimes list and say these, and I'm like this. What? 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 This can stop? But guess what we did? Rip, rip, rip. When I get to this is the new crime list. You know what I mean? Which was a half a page. And there is no um, non-violent crimes on that list. So what I'm saying is, can't nothing stop you from getting your credentials. But just imagine how I feel going out there fighting for my people to get certain things done to make it easier for y'all. And I show, I show up to the table and I make it happen and get criticized from being a professional in a, a high position like a president of the board. Right. My own people make it look like that. No, I'm helping. Cause somebody has to be at the table. The only way you can make change is when you at the table to make change. So I was the one to come at the table. It hurt me the fact that, and I could be honest on Cuss Convo and Coffee because this is barbershop. It hurt me because nobody came to the table. Uh. And nobody came to the table. Nobody still come down to the meeting. Cash is still cutting without lights. So guess what? What can I do? I can lead you to the water. 
But you know what they say? <laughs> I can lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink. <laughs> that's a horse. <laughs> you can lead a nigga to water, <laughs> but he gonna piss in it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it 100. So yeah, listen, I actually did everything that I can do to make it easier. Yeah. To get on there because we wasn't, we wasn't on the board. Mm. We wasn't on the board. So I wanted to say that because when a person comes to the table and do everything they can do for you and then you still don't show up, you know, it's kind of hurt. It hurts. It is hurtful. You know what I mean? To even see that our community and our urban community is still operating under this type of ignorance. You know what yeah. I mean? Get your credentials. And I'm going to show you how ignorant it is. Real quick, and we're going to go to the next subject. I don't, if I didn't have my driver's license and you knew I didn't have my driver's license and I came to you and said, yo, let me use your Audi. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going to Philly. You probably wouldn't ask me that. I'm going to Philly. I'll be back. You're going to be like, hey, you ain't got no license. You're on my car. You're not driving my car. I said, come on, man. You got to let me. I can drive, man. I'm like the best driver you ever seen. Let me use your car to go to Philly. You're not going to let me drive. Well, guess what? Each of these establishments, each of these, build, each of these buildings yeah. are your car. It's your business. That's your vehicle that takes you to other places, that takes you to higher places. And you have to, if you want to be in that car, you're going to have to have your paperwork right. Have your if you want to get in my car, you got to have your paperwork right. It's that simple. And then, you know, we seem like, oh, they're just doing this. No, again, I'm saying a lot because this is Cuts Cop on Coffee and I wanted to go ahead and get this off my chest. The fact that we have to do better when it comes down to credentials. Nobody's coming at you. We just want you to grow up, want right. you to elevate. It's way bigger picture than this. Some of you right now could be getting funds. How about that? Okay. A lot of you could be getting funds right now. But if you ain't got the proper credentials, you just ass out when it comes down to all this damn money that everybody's getting. All that even if it's, I mean, right now, unemployment is giving out so much money, I don't even know how some of y'all gonna go back to work. <laughs> I know some of y'all getting like five dollars a week. Now y'all getting a thousand dollars a week. <laughs> I'm not going back and taking a pay cut. <laughs> Why would you? You know, so yeah. that's my piece on the um, barbers in the board commentage. And I know it was a lot, but I had to let people know yeah. what was going on. Um, the government could have did a little bit better and been more open and transparent with the board so the board can know how to act and, you know, those type of things. Uh, and, yeah. I want to add to that. You got to stop listening to other ignorant people. Go straight to, don't be too prideful to go to the source. If you have to make some phone calls and do all that, stop listening to who? They. They. They don't always know. Which Tierney got a new shirt by Staying the Plug. She got a shirt, it's called, um... Who TF is they, right? Yes. I wore that shirt. I got your shirt that came in. So just want you to know, Dave, don't hit me up. Um, a couple other people. I mean, so many people. Yeah. Um, well, Dave already hit me up, so it's too late. Mm -hmm. But um, I did get you guys shirts. So yeah, do not listen to what they say. Do what you need to do for yes, yourself. Absolutely. For yourself. So another thing that came up in Delaware was the churches. Oh, we were gonna have some fun. The churches uh, is suing the government because of them not being able to have service. I kind of understand Ooh. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you something that comes out to the black church. And you talking about we can't go. You talking about, let me talk about, see, I see you with a whole nother eye. You know what I mean? So, Pastor Bolock, who, shout out to Pastor Bolock in this church, um, Canaan Baptist. I love Pastor Bolock. That's my, that's my dog. You know what I mean? But I just seen him on, um, not but, however, I just seen him on um, Delaware Online who actually um, came up with a lawsuit, I guess, because they're going to sue the government about them not having 
church. You know what I mean? So when you get down to this religion thing and this, and this you know, their um, freedoms and all that stuff, it gets a little touchy. You know what I mean? But I thought about that. Like, yo, you can't be keeping black people from no church. <laughs> so now I do think that they decided to open up churches um, when it comes out to June. I think June 1st for the oh, okay. first opening, first level. They did decide to do that with the same restrictions uh, as far as the physical distance. Right. And also um, the 30%. So also 30% of the um, capacity. But let me tell you something. The one rule that really stuck out to me, y'all, is that, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, um, again, because I'll be doing my research, but sometimes these numbers change or whatever. They said they're going to have church for an hour. I did hear that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say what I'm against or with the lawsuit or nothing like that. You got to do what you got to do, what you think is right. Uh, but I do know you can't tell no black people that they can come to church for an hour. Number one, half of y'all, half of y'all are going to get there 45 minutes late in the first place. You hear me? First of all, you hear what I'm telling you? First, first of all, y'all not even coming until 30 minutes. And about time Earl hook up his guitar and go over it. About time Earl hooked the guitar off, he 15 minutes in. They ain't even start yet. So, and you went to church when I was going to, like, when I was grew up in church. That's three testimonies. Y'all probably don't even know what that is. Testimony service. Know y'all my age. Show your age. Don't listen. Testimony service. You got uh, Miss Mary, Miss uh, Beverly, and um, Ethel. And they in competition. You know what I mean? So you got three women that's going to testify once those doors open. That's an hour right there. Right there. That's a whole hour right there. So what they gonna have to do with it? They probably gonna have to cut out. I don't know what. I don't. Let me tell you something. You can't tell no black people they come to church for no damn hour. You hear what? A whole a one hour? That's praise and worship. Right? Praise and worship, right there. But again, they don't do testimony service. Thank God. But once she said giving honor to God and who did the head of my life, the pastor, the first lady, the ushers. Once you better have no testimony service. You got one of them churches, y'all still doing that, it's over. You might have to listen, y'all better Zoom. Y'all gonna have to have a Zoom church. Y'all gonna have to have a Zoom. Because right now they saying this is an hour. So I understand the church's um emotions that you know really get up being upset about this because yeah. guess what? The also church churches are looking at these liquor stores open. You know what I mean? They also yeah. seeing you walking through a lot of these stores and stuff like that. And they feeling like, what about us? We got a right to play, praise God. Okay, you want to take care of your food and health and all that. Right. We want to take care of our soul. You, one thing about black people, we got to go see Jesus. Yes. We got to we got to get our Jesus in. I don't care. We got to get our Jesus in. Did y'all see the young boy? The young boy that was, did y'all see the young boy? Listen, pull up the young boy, Ramon, who actually was preaching because he was doing the Zoom homework. Oh I posted on my page. He said he paused it. <laughs> He said he paused it. Yo, and the mom was like, you better go ahead and do your work. He said, listen, how can I, I don't want to do the work? He said, how can I do the work? And he's doing the work in me. I was like, oh. I was like, I don't like this. I was like, boy, you want to. I was like, he preaching. I was like, right. Man, he was like, listen, man. He said, Lord, they're telling me to sit, sit still. I got to sit still so he can upgrade me. This boy, yo, y'all see that? That's one of the funniest videos I saw, like, in a while. Did that was everything. Oh, he was preaching, man. He reminded me of a young Pastor D. I could see Pastor D when he was young doing that. You know what I mean? I don't know if they had a computer back then, but he probably had a tablet or something. You know what I mean? I think he went to school with Moses. Oh, I'm a oh Pastor D. God. Pastor D, love you, man. Love you, man. But anyway, yeah, man. So, um, that was funny, but the churches um, are serious about this, and they do want to be able to continue to worship uh, and they have a right to. 
you know uh, as far as to each his own about the suing thing I don't know um, I do know that they did open it up for um, June 1st and 30 capacity you know 30% capacity uh, with of course with the social distance but um, shout out to Canaan Baptist a very very awesome church a really 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 good church um and I love them all over there. And my, one of my mentors go there, uh, Joel Coppins, who's just everything to me. So he goes there. Um, and I wish them all the best. Keep y'all in prayer. I hope y'all win the fight. But more importantly, I hope y'all get a chance to um, worship and, you know, do the things that y'all love. And that's praise God. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? So anyway, so this is one of my... Uh, oh, did I, did I finish up everything for you? Yeah. Oh, we moving around along, around around. Oh, all this stuff opened up. Also, um... The gyms are open up. Really? Yeah. I See, I didn't do my homework. See, there we go. Yeah, so, I got an email from YMCA to open up. So how are they doing it? Is it? Um, same thing. The 30%. Uh, okay. People think you don't have to wear your mask while you're working out or whatever. If you're doing like vigorous working out, you don't have to wear your mask. I guess while you're walking around. Oh. I don't know. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, you know, I'm with the mask and I go with the protocol and everything. I just had a problem. I, I was on the track and I seen somebody riding their bike with a mask on. And I didn't understand that part. Maybe y'all can light me on that. I just didn't understand. Did you see them? The people riding the bikes with the mask on? I'm like, yeah. yo, I don't know if it's a, it's a fashion statement now. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't, but I, I don't think you need the mask on a bike. I think we all, some people get a little too careful. But again, but I don't want to be uh, insensitive because I don't know what their situation is. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah. But I did see somebody on the bike and I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm just not going to ride the bike. I'm just, I'm going, I'm, I'm staying. I'm going to quarantine in. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, a couple more days, you know. So, but it, it, that, other than that, um, so the gyms are opening, which is good. So people are going to flock to the gym. I can't wait to see how they, what's that's going to happen with that. I think I'm going to wait a little bit. Because, you know, I like to go to yoga. And only 10 people are allowed in yoga. Oh. Um, or the classes or whatever at the YMCA. So I don't know how this is going to go. It's going to be a lot of trial and error. All right, so y'all, y'all gym goers, the gym is going to be open. Um, but you know, at the same time, worst case scenario, you can still work at home. But we do miss the weights, though. I can say that most people miss the weights and the stuff and the machines yeah. that you don't have, you might not have at the house that you can actually go. Uh, so I understand that. So that's pretty much it for those updates. But right now, this is one of my favorite parts of the show, and right now, this is one of the most important parts of the show that I like to, we get to talk about all the national stuff in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the HOTS list. How you feel about the HOTS? So, it's funny, I had this on the show maybe, probably at least two weeks ago, I, I, but for, for um, we just get caught up in our conversation sometime and I actually um, couldn't get to it. You know what I mean? So, I want to talk about this first, which was the Michael Jordan Last Dance finale. Now, I don't know if y'all been watching it, but I watched it and they wrapped it up. But before I get right to the finale, let me tell y'all the wars that I be in on Facebook. Wars, because y'all know it's a war going on between Michael Jordan lovers and LeBron lovers. And there's a strong line. I mean, it was like, yo, it got so bad. Somebody said, man, Michael Jordan wouldn't even eat that. This is a LeBron plate. You know what I mean? Like, but Michael Jordan eat that. Like, nigga, what? Like, yo, I'm talking about you got diehard LeBron fans. You got diehard Michael Jordan fans. And the argument is, who's the GOAT? Who is the GOAT? Who is the GOAT? Y'all know that it's greatest of all time. Ladies, you watching, some of y'all not sports fans, greatest of all time. Who's the GOAT? If you happen to look on Facebook, you'll see all these wars. Maybe your husband, your boyfriend is involved in this. 
but every I'm relentlessly going hard and catering paragraphs and books of why LeBron is the GOAT and why Michael Jordan and it's just like and we all love each other but at the same time it's a war going on about this what sprung it is that you know Michael Jordan of course is the greatest of all time he is the GOAT aka Black Jesus that's what they call him so in my book he's upgraded from the GOAT he's Black Jesus now and that's what they call him on the show (laughs) I wanted to say that this is my show this is my show Go! I'm gonna get a Michael Jordan picture right there. Anyway, so Last Dance was really, really, Last Dance was really, really good. And it was showing the documentary of Michael Jordan's life. It was a lot about basketball, but what you got out of it was his driven, relentless, oh my God, his work ethics. He just wanted to win. And trust me, that can be bad too at times, you know, if you're just so driven on certain things. But he had it, like he was just, he was dope. He was the man, I mean, and a couple of things that he did where you may look at, man, we don't like this dude, man, he's a straight asshole, or he's just too, like, arrogant or whatever. I get that, but when you got that championship mindset and you don't want to lose, you know what I mean? Yeah. You out there, and you became one of the best, like, overnight off. I mean, he wasn't always great. I mean, he made a great shot in college that really launched his career, but he just blossomed into this basketball like wizard and I'm saying that because he knew the game in basketball a lot of people don't understand that it's not checkers it's chess but he was a great chess player he's a good shooter and the show was good the only thing I really didn't like about the show I think it could have got deeper into things that we really didn't know because if you follow Michael Jordan's career You've seen all the stuff from the Come Fly With Me tapes and how great he was and how to win the, the uh, game-winning shots. Even his downfalls, you know what I mean, to a certain extent, missing shots or, or losing or losing to a team. Yeah, they used to lose all the time to uh, Detroit Pistons. But then one year they came back and finally beat them. You know what I mean? They ended up walking off the court on them and all this stuff. But overall, it was a great documentary. I just wish they could have showed more. You know, of things that we didn't know. If I was writing a documentary and I wrote that, I would have all the great stories, but I probably would have ended with showing his family life with him in right. the backyard with his new with his twins. He got two twins that's three years old. A lot of people don't know. He'd been married, uh, got remarried to his wife was back in uh, 2012. Oh. I believe he got married, not remarried to his wife, but he got married with uh, a new wife. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, no. Sweet. <laughs> he got divorced. He got divorced some years ago to his first wife. She got like 208 million. 200 million. So she good. You know what I mean? She good. She did her job. You know what I mean? And they got three kids together. And then after that, he ended up having two kids, I believe, which were twins. I think it may, I'm trying to think we have another one. But I do know about the twins that he just had not long ago. There can't be no more than three, four, or five. Somewhere around that. But I would have ended with him in the backyard with the kids and then his daughter coming over with the granddaughter because his daughter just had a baby. Now I know she got married. I think she got married too, but she has a um, kid. So he has a um, actually a, a grandchild too. But I would have showed that in the backyard of his crib, showing his new wife or whatever, and all, you know, just showing the end of that, showing that side. But they just kept it all the way raw to the end. You know what I mean? Mike said, listen, man, if you don't want to like the way I play, the way I play, then you ain't for me. I ain't, you know what I mean? But he was letting you know he was a champion. I mean, he was so, so focused, man. So focused, even in practice. They said that in practice, you would think that he was playing like a real game. You know what I mean? In my book, he's the greatest. Why? Because he went 6-0. and He's the only one I know that went to the championship 6-0. and Other than Bill Russell, but he kept going. I know my history. He kept going and he ended up losing because he had 11 championships, but he probably went 6-0, and maybe even 8-0. and You know what I mean? But then he kept going. So he got that loss on his record. Michael Jordan ain't got no loss on his record. He's 6-0. and He was on one of the greatest teams in the world, which is a basketball, a basketball team in the world, which is 72. Um, they had 72 wins and they also won the championship. Now, somebody did beat the 72 wins and got 73, which was the Golden State Warriors. However, they lost that year to LeBron. 
You know what I mean? Shout out to LeBron, because we do love LeBron. I'm not going to sit here and act like that boy is wonderful. And when it comes down to on and off the court, oh, LeBron is the GOAT when it comes down to that. When you add them two together, because he does so much for the community. He does so much for the school. He does so much for kids. He speak out on social issues. Michael Jordan didn't do none of that. Not that he had to. You know what I mean? But it's just an extra bonus if... You know, somebody would speak on our behalf, on our behalf to, to have that type of power. Right. And LeBron does that. You know what I mean? So we don't want to take nothing away from LeBron. And I get into the arguments all fun and game, but you can't sleep on the boy LeBron and how great he is. You know, you just cannot do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, we joking, and I got my own personal favorite. And people that are older than me don't pick LeBron or Michael. They may pick Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and then some even pick Dr. J or you know those types different eras. You know what I mean? Because we only get to talk about what we experience firsthand. Right. You know what I mean? So, watching this documentary, I really, really love the documentary. So, it was good. I just want to say my piece on it because every week, man, I just knew we couldn't get to it. I was like, damn, we can't get to the Michael Jordan last <laughs> right? And I didn't want to not do it any justice. Like, it was just a, oh, no, nah, it was actually good. It was really good. But it could have showed more of his life, you know, going out, you right. know what I mean, what he's doing now. Um, but it was an awesome show. And let the war continue tomorrow because it's going to happen. LeBron, we're going to go at it tomorrow. But I want to show my respects to also LeBron James, who is definitely an awesome, awesome. He's the best player right now in the NBA. So, yeah. With that being said, um, moving on to next on the hot list. Or the vibes. We back at the verses. <laughs> Nelly and Luda. Uh, Did I say it right? Nelly and Luda? Yeah, Nelly. All right. So Nelly and Luda had the uh, verses. I don't know if you guys seen it. How did you feel about it? Did you see it? I watched part of it. It kept yeah. messing up on uh, Nelly's part, right? Right. Um, But let me just say this. I like both of them. Right. But Ludacris. Ludacris. Mm. Ludacris. I'm just saying. You right. put him on a feature, it's over. Yes. It's it's yes. a hit. It's, it's no it's Luther's energy. You it's know what I mean? Energy. His energy. He's, he's so different. dope. He's yes, he's different. I remember when he first came out and he did his little uh, first song and he had this weird video, he was upside down, I think, and had this big old yeah. afro. But yeah. all his videos, if you go back, they really creative. Like yes. he's just different, man. And he's and I and he's ludicrous. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's actually I don't know if he lived, but he's actually a citizen of Africa too. I don't know if y'all know that now. He just became a citizen of Africa. So yeah, so I guess he got dual, he got dual citizenship. So Luda, and I give it to Team Luda, but I did not want to um, just knock Nelly off the box. Yeah. Nelly did good too. And unfortunately, like you said, the video kept messing up. But what I did like is his vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was feeling his music, man. And one thing about that is like, if you don't feel your own stuff, how are you going to let other people feel it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was feeling his music, man. He was doing his dancing. <laughs> and that thing was just pause on him. The screen pulled like, God damn, Nelly had it, bro. God damn, Nelly, come on, Nelly. Like, we hit the screen like, they come on. So, but Luda, like, chilling, you know what I mean? He got to play some of his uh, new stuff that's about to come out. I think he played a couple things with, um, he had songs with other people that he played. I'm trying to think with Snoop Dogg, maybe on one of them. But the verses was really good. It's like, ever since we talked about the verses being more of a vibe, a more of a tag team. Yeah. Now people are coming on with a more better, a better attitude, and like you know, that's my boy on the side yes. of that screen. And I remember what we've been through. I remember coming up, and I remember you was killing the scene. And now I remember you was killing the scene, and that's how it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I really, really enjoyed it. Um, do, is there anybody who up next? Who's up next? Hmm. I don't even know who the heck is up next. I think you know what? I think they're gonna go to groups. Yeah, uh, Let me know who y'all guys want to see. Who's up? Who y'all think should be? Oh. 
<laughs> let me tell you about that. I, and I got Drew Hill stories too. But let me tell you, 112 and Jagged Edge is supposed to be coming up next. They're supposed to come up next. Oh, yeah. I, I did hear that. that. So once that happened, then, of course, that would open the floodgates for the groups. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which I thought was good. But I also seen Nokio from Drew Hill post, well, the winner of 112 and Ad Jagged Edge can battle us. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Nokio, like, which one is y'all? Y'all got, like, three, four Drew Hills now. Like, you know what I mean? You got the five group, the three-man group. Man, it's going to be a two-man group if y'all keep going. But for the most part, I think that the, um, the group's going to be next. So, and who do people want to see? Like, are they posting? I want to know who they want to see next. Like, who y'all want to see in the verses? They had some good names last week. I mean, they were saying Chris Brown and Usher. Oh, my God. Chris Brown and Beyonce Usher would be good. And yes. Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I seen somebody, and, and I'm, I love the hip-hop era, so which is good for um for the verses. And we got a couple more minutes. We got about almost down to 10 minutes. Um, LL Cool J. And let me tell you something. Who going to go against LL? Like, who's going to get... Let me know who y'all think can go against LL because I try to wreck my brain. <laughs> LL and who? Now, they mentioned Nas. Not really... Yeah, they mentioned Nas. But LL was like, nah, I'm not going... I don't want to think I would go with Nas because he's more of a pen. People respect him with his pen game. He's a great writer. But him and Jay-Z would be good. Mm. Jay-Z and Nas. Oh, that's different. And then they had a little beef back in the day. But once Nas played Ether... Oh, I don't know what you gonna do, Jay Z. I don't, I don't, I don't. He, he probably can't play that. He probably gonna play that because this is gonna turn into something else. But those are the battle raps that they used to have. So I couldn't think of anybody that can actually go versus with LL. Who do y'all think? Who do you think can go with LL? I don't know. I know my boy Rob. My boy Rob probably watching this. He loves LL. Um, he don't like my boy Rob Kim, who is the GOAT. But anyway, but. LL, I couldn't think of nobody to go against LL. Did anybody say anything? I bet they can. Big Daddy and Will Smith. What? Big Daddy and Will Smith. Did somebody say Big Daddy? Who said they put her name on there? <laughs> Kitty. Kitty who? Brown. Kitty, it might not be my manager, Kitty Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty, come on, man. It might not be. It might, or Hindu. Is it Hindu? <laughs> That's coming next. Okay. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Before we go, because that they great start. When they start typing it, it's on. Um, yeah, and I hate to. I hate to say this, y'all. Prepare yourself. But there's one other person that I thought about that I know I couldn't find nobody to compare. And